Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello, and welcome back to our Soul Life Conversations. This is our second one, so this is really exciting, and I'm doing all the things to, you know, update intros and and everything, but it's also about not getting caught up in perfection, so allowing myself the space and time to just do things as it flows and as it fits in with my family and with my life and and everything. And hopefully through me doing that, that can encourage you to do that as well. In the previous episode, I shared about my journey over the last three months and how goal setting, I guess, has become something is looking different for me. And I think that's a really important key to moving forward with creating anything new in our life. Because when I say, let's create our soul life, everybody kind of looks at me like, what do you mean? Oh, can you tell me what soul life means? And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's this big, big arsey thing that we, we really don't know what we really want to create in that space. And so it can seem scary, right? And so for me, that would be something that I would just stick in the back pocket and go, yeah, yeah, I want one of those, but I've got to go and do this, this, and this first. Like I've got to, got to, you know, make breakfast. I've got to clean up from breakfast and entertain family and, and all the other things that come into life. Maybe read a book. So you can see that potentially I see them as two different things, right? When in reality, it's all the same thing. That's the exciting stuff. So that's what I'm kind of coming into when I say, let's create our soul life. You kind of go, well, where do I start to do that? You've already started and I've already started. And that's the beautiful thing. It's looking at our life and looking at the areas of our life that are working for us now that we really love and that we've created on purpose. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to love every aspect of potentially raising children and having a partner and having a career. You're probably not going to love every aspect of that, but there is some intention. There is a reason that you're doing what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing. And it's coming back and just having a look at those things and just tapping back into, is this what I want? And thinking about it, a really great way for me to think about it from when I was in my postnatal depression and kind of working through, you know, I hate my life, but there are elements of my life or every part of my life, actually, I've already chosen. So they're already here because I've chosen them. And I'm like, do I still want them now? So one of the things I did around my relationship with my husband was to look back and go, why did I get into that relationship Um, And now he didn't know I was doing any of this sort of stuff. He just thought life was chucking along, albeit not from a great space because I wasn't in a great space, but we were still turning up and we were still being active in our relationship. I, you know, in some days that was just being there. Um, But I was able to kind of look back and go, do you know what, What what was it about him that attracted me to him? And are those qualities still there? Like, he's a kind man. He's funny. He can be a pain in the ass sometimes, just like me, Um, but he's really genuine and he's honest. And so 
all of those sorts of character characteristics and values were still there. And then looking at some of the behaviours, well, they were still there too, those underlying fun, loving, kind behaviours that were sitting there, they were still there. And I was just like, so we've just got this, and it's my layer, right, this postnatal depression, you know, not happy life kind of layer that's there. And then if I can break through that, then it lifts it off for everybody else. Um and so being able to kind of see that and go, okay, and, and appreciating that I'm looking at this from a fairly dark kind of lens, right? But for you, it might be, I'm in this job. I know I chose it for a reason once upon a time. What was that reason? Was it because of the money? Was it because it was a really good career choice for my family and I and it added a lot of security? Was it because I love what I'm doing? Was it because... It was just, I could just turn up and I didn't really have to think about it. And is, are those qualities still there about that role or has it changed? And do I want it to have changed or do I want it to look differently? And so just playing around with this information, much like my husband didn't know I was playing around with, what am I doing in this relationship? Why do I want this relationship? which I think is really healthy questions to ask, right? Same with your job. Your your job doesn't need to know that you're asking these questions because they're actually about you. They're not about the job itself because someone else could come into that role and absolutely love it and smash it. And you might be smashing it but not loving it or loving it and not smashing it. Do you know what I mean? So finding that balance and find, and playing around with that right now um, is like I said, beautiful questions to ask yourself. Where am I? Where do I want to go? Is this what I want to keep turning up for every day? Is it still suiting me? And you can, you can lay this into relationships. You can lay it into physical activity. You can lay, lay it into meditation and yoga and running and netball and outrigging that I've just done. You can lay it into pretty much every, every aspect of our life. And it doesn't have to be specific. It doesn't have to be down to the last detail. For some of you listening here, you might be specific manifestors. Like you might manifest and create things that you want from a specific place. And I always look back on a story of a, yeah, she was a young woman at the time, someone I knew through someone else, and she knew I'm getting married to this man and I'm going to have four babies and I'm going to have them two years apart. And she went and did it. She created it. And we used to always laugh at her and go, oh, that's so funny that she has this idea of how life is going to be. But she actually created it. So perhaps you're a specific manifester or perhaps you're like me and you're a non-specific manifester. And what that means is I have an idea about things. I may not specifically know the details. Like think about I want to move to the coast And we end up in Harvey Bay, not down the south coast where we thought we were going to end up. You know, it's kind of like this non-specific. We're by the coast, six minutes away from me to go to the beach, um, but I'm not actually on the beach. Maybe I will be in the future. Maybe, you know, that dream kind of keeps coming back to me, but I'm not sure that that's actually where I need to be. So I have this it's not about not making a decision. It's more around being open to whatever comes in for me. And that non-specific space means for me that 
I can just have a feeling about something. I can anchor into my gut as well, um, but I just know that something's right or wrong. And it's, yes, that intuitive pull that a specific manifesto would have as well, um, but I also have it in that space of being a non-specific manifesto. So if I'm thinking about something that I want to create, say I want to create a thriving business, does that feel good to me? What about that feels good to me? And I may not know all the details because going down to the details for me doesn't feel really good. Doesn't feel like I, you know, I want to know how many clients I'm going to have, how much they're going to pay. All of that sort of stuff doesn't really interest me too much. Or if I've tried to do it in the past, it just doesn't work. Whereas when I can just feel into it, feel into myself and honor myself, and take steps forward that feel good to me, that feeling thing, then everything starts to flow. And it's not just in my business, it flows in every area of my life. So if I'm getting stuck perhaps around family stuff and, and you know, trying to record this podcast, there was other things going on and I had to just go, do you know what, I'm not going to be able to do that right now. I need to go and do the other things with the family and then I can come back here and create the flow that I want. And I've managed to create that by just moving with what feels good. So using that, for me, it's around really using my inner authority and I have an emotional solar plex. So it's plexus. So thinking about it from a human design perspective, I to make any decision or to create that flow for me, it has to come through my emotional solar plexus. And that means I have to ride a wave of emotion. And sometimes it will feel really good. And then five minutes later or one minute later, it will feel like, oh no, I don't really want to do that. And then I feel like, yes, I do. And then I don't. And so it's really good for me to sleep on things. Other people um, have a uh, you know, the inner authority comes from different places. Some people can be self-projected, so they need to talk it out. Some people come from their spleen, so they really need to sit with it and they will get a really good decision. Like they will know black and white generally from the spleen area. Whereas with me, it's about the 80% mark. So if it's a big decision or a big piece of flow, then it's really important for me to just sit with it, allow it to flow. Don't talk about it. I I find not talking about it is really actually more effective for me than not, but just allowing that flow and getting to know that flow. This is what it's about being in our soul life is just getting to know where our flow is and how it operates for us as a unique individual, not how it happens for anybody else. So how do we figure that bit out? Like, we're trying to create our soul life and I can kind of look back and go, you know what, I've done all of these things in the past. Well, how do I make that happen in the future? Well, it's looking back at those past decisions or past, you know, events effectively that have flown, flown, have been in flow for you that you have been able to create. So if I come back to the last three months and look at that process of sitting for that exam, but how I managed to to do it with life around it without being so um, shut down that this is the only thing that I can focus on, that I can only focus on the exam and everything else has to go out. I didn't need to do that. I actually was able to build life into it. And yes, I had to stop at some points and go, yes, I can, you know, I jumped on the committee for netball, which is great, but I actually need to go, I can't look at that right now. I need to focus on the exam, especially the two weeks prior to that. I cancelled some appointments two weeks prior to that, you know, just making sure that I had the space. But over the three-month period, 
I was able to have the, you know, this, the flow. I was able to be at the internet board committee meetings. I was able to go to those appointments. I was able to read other books, read books that were not related to the things that I was studying. And so looking back on those past events, as I said before, or the flow or the decisions that you've made, what went well for in those spaces? What did you enjoy about those spaces? And what did you find hard? What were the bits that really niggled at you? And what would you want to do to change those? What would they look like in the future? Obviously, if there was, you know, perhaps say if I was studying for the exam and there was a death in the family, then that would have been harder to manage because I, can't, I don't know what's coming. Whereas we had a wedding and I knew the wedding was coming so we could plan around it um, and I could work around that in terms of what was happening with the exam. So there will be those moments, but often they're not as prevalent as our mind will tell us, right? It's not someone dying every single day that we particularly know of. Um, There's not a car accident every day that we know of that we have to be involved in. And so letting our minds just do what our minds do best is tell us these stories and then go, do you know what? We're going to figure this out and we'll be okay once we, you know, if that comes up and we'll, we'll move forward. So have a look at back on those events, those decisions, have a look back and see what worked for you in those situations. Come back to those questions. What brought me joy around that? What was I, where was I thriving? What were the strategies I used? Get to the detail of some of that because that can be really gold. Like there can be so much information in there that you can leverage and then use for going forward. And also look at the dark sides. So look at those shadow sides around things that didn't go so well. What was happening in that moment? What were you telling yourself in the head? Oh, I need to be studying and I can't be, you know, for me, putting a child down to sleep, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, actually, no, I can. I can put Teddy down to sleep and I can, you know, stay with him for a few moments and then I can go and study and then I'll come back and check on him because I don't want to study for for a full hour. I can have 15-minute blocks if I want to and so every 15 minutes I could go back in and just see how he's going and make sure that he's settled. Like how beautiful is that? And it's those building blocks. This is the important part is whenever we are creating something, Sure, we know that we've got the building blocks of the past. What are those building blocks going to be of the future? What do you want to put in place? What is that one thing? And I always come back to the one thing, right? Sustainable change comes through doing one thing repetitively, um, if you can, or consistently. And it depends on what consistency looks like for you, right? Think about my soul hour. And for the first year, I think I was very consistent. And then I fell off like it stopped happening. Um, And then I put it back in. Um, So that was in 2017. I fell off. And then after an event in May of 2017, a, a workshop that I went to, I started to put it back in, but it started to look differently. And now that I don't work like a typical nine to five job, it looks very differently. So tomorrow, soul hour effectively is me going to yoga, which goes for about an hour and a half by the time I get there and get out. Um, and it's a very, very cruisy sort of class. It's, don't get me wrong, I work, but it's really soulful um, and it's really beautiful. So we're allowing that evolution of those building blocks to evolve as we evolve, as other things come in and we allow those sorts of changes. So coming back to that one thing and what is that one thing that feels good to you is that next step to move forward 
into a deeper version of what is already your soul life. So please don't think that you don't have a soul life or that you're not living it. Um, Or if you're saying, Susan, I'm already happy with everything that I'm doing, great, keep going, keep doing what you're doing and find that next thing because we naturally as humans want to grow and evolve. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why you listen to other podcasts. That's why you watch TV shows. That's why you watch documentaries or go to movies and go out with your friends and have a wine on a Friday night. Or that's why you go traveling. It's to evolve our souls. And it's not about just ticking off events. It's what happens and who we become because we go on these journeys. So come with me on this journey. (laughs) This is my invitation to you. Things will move quickly when you start to move, okay? We tell ourselves, oh, my gosh, it's going to take time, and if I do that, then, you know, if I start drinking water more consistently, then I'm going to have to go to the toilet more often. Well, maybe, maybe not, and I've proven that to be wrong, um, even in my own mind. (laughs) So coming back and going, oh, maybe if I just, you know, honour myself and just take time and just slow down time, slow down myself, slows down time you'll start to see you're creating time which is pretty amazing when those sorts of things start to happen and you start to delve into what is really truly good for you what are the things that you really truly love to do what are the things that you're doing because you think you should I you know I still have things where I go oh I should do that and then I'm like what do you really want to do right now Susan and I go I'm going to do that thing and then I'm going to come back to the should thing so I want to do this and now I'm going to come back over here and it's not to say that I am by any means disrespectful to others or disrespectful to myself um, or not showing up like say I had a client call and I'm going oh I should be doing that no I actually want to go to my client calls I actually want to be there and I want to support them and I want to see that what comes through so if you find yourself saying I should be doing that perhaps you we need to look at alignment because when we're doing things out of alignment that's probably when they become shoulds and so allowing yourself that space to evolve and grow and do it from a place of self-compassion and self-love it's it's transformative it's so transformative so let's come back to creating our soul life knowing that you have you have created components of your soul life we are ever growing beings so something is always going to be changing and if we keep pushing back on that change and saying I don't want change I don't like change it's happening every single day you just may be blocking it out and maybe blocking out things that are actually coming in for your highest good so have a look at them see what um just play around with them don't get scared of them and then start to pick up that one thing what's that one thing that feels good to you and start building on that I'm not going to tell you what that one thing is because it's going to look different for you than it does for me I had gluten-free pancakes for breakfast this morning I haven't eaten pancakes for about four weeks and interestingly I noticed I haven't eaten them because I saw them as a reward food and so I'd eaten, you know, Monday to Monday to Saturday, the same thing. And then on Sundays was this, oh, let's do something different. But I'm getting to the point where I don't need reward foods, which blows my mind. But I get to choose when I have things. And it's the same as what I did with alcohol. I gave up alcohol, but I it's not like I can't have one. I just choose not to have a glass. Um, and I choose to actually have like a, a, like 
a mocktail version or a you know non-alcoholic version um, and not a non-alcoholic wine but just you know fruit juices and tonic waters and things like or fruits in a, in the water and that sort of stuff like there's so many amazing flavors out there but we can come back and we can start to choose and that's when we start to evolve into oh I don't have to do anything I shouldn't don't I'm not shooting all over myself. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting to choose and I'm getting to evolve and I'm getting to grow. And that's what we do in our soul life. So I've invited you in. Are you keen to come in? Come and tell me over on Instagram because I'd love you to be there with us. And this is just going to evolve as we do. Um, I can't tell you what next week's episode is going to be about. I have written down a whole pile of topics and now I'm going to have a look over them and go, where do we want to go next? We've talked about, you know, creating our soul life. We've talked about having a soul life and then creating it. It's like, and I've talked about one, the one next thing. It's where do we go from, from here? And I'm keen to share this journey with you. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. As I said, head over to Instagram, my.soul.life.podcast and share with me your takeaways from this episode. What are you keen to evolve in your life? What do you love about your life right now? Because there'll be plenty of things that you do love and appreciate and are grateful for. Come and share those things and or, or do it over on my website, www.susanscollin.com. Um, and please share this episode with somebody that you love and that you know will resonate with and who also is keen to create their soul life because we can all do this together and it's really beautiful when we rise together. Take care, everybody, and I will see you in the next episode.